Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Whitfield Report. Uh, this is a quick bonus uh, stream that I'm doing. I would be uh, surprised if anyone actually uh, tuned into this given the late slash early hour of this stream, depending on when you're, uh, you know, watching and or listening on the podcast. But, um... In case any of you are watching, uh, I appreciate you tuning in. And, um, you know, if you guys are catching this on the archive, thank you for watching as well. So on uh, Saturday's episode of the Whitfield Report, I covered um, my trip to Memphis, uh, Tennessee, where I attended... Uh, Yale Con and uh, big Libertarian conference there. Um, let me just say that a lot of the Libertarians I met there uh, were, you know, for the most part very cordial and very, uh, you know, interesting people to meet and discuss things with. Uh, with that being said, I definitely realized that I, as I've said before, I'm more of a conservatarian than I am a pure libertarian. 
and pure libertarians really do tend to uh, irk me. Uh, there we go. Um, so, I had a couple of uh, comments and Twitter uh, tweets and emails from people asking me to go over what my uh, main issues with libertarians are. This isn't going to be a uh, real. Uh, this isn't going to be like a majorly long stream, but I do kind of just want to go over it for you. So, I guess the first criticism I have of, of, of uh, libertarians, or at least libertarian millennials, is they seem to think that borders themselves are a bad thing. A lot of libertarians these days seem to be for uh, complete open borders, which I think is a no bueno uh, thing in today's society. You, you can't not have borders. That's just asking for trouble um, these days. Hey there, Amethyst. Welcome to the stream. So... Uh, um, so, no borders is a big problem, uh, because every other country has borders, and even in a, in a libertarian, uh, you know, utopia, let's say we didn't have borders, Okay, how would we identify different territories? How would we, uh, you know, manage commerce and whatnot? Uh, territories will always exist in some uh, form or another. So just to not have borders as some of these libertarians would like to uh, have is just complete and pure uh, nonsense, in my viewpoint. Uh, number two, they want to get rid of uh, all uh, police officers and uh, law enforcement of any type. Well, I agree with the sentiment that uh, the police are a little too militarized these days. I don't think getting rid of cops or the military is necessarily a good idea either in, in its entirety. You know, why? Because there needs to be an established law and order. There needs to be a system, you know, to, to judge people on. There, there's obviously going to be, be a legal system. Basically, my big problem with libertarians, kind of in a, in a nutshell, at least in 2019, is it doesn't really seem like libertarians are, are libertarians. And what I mean by that is the libertarian circle that I 
Iranian, which has become more conservatarian, recognizes that there is a need for government, but they want to keep it very small and very limited. That's kind of become the conservatarian, you know, sect of politics, the, the conservative libertarian. Puritanical libertarians these days seem to be basically, for all intents and purposes, anarchists, which is not something that I think is a, a good idea. Uh, anarchy will never exist in its true form, right? I may be one of the only millennials, and I, I don't mean this to say that I'm, you know, superior or smarter than anyone, but I think I'm one of the only millennials who has read the book Lord of the, Lord of the Flies. Uh, for those of you who, ha who have not read that book, it's a uh, book written by William Golding in the 50s, I believe it was, and it's fiction, but it's kind of like Orwell's books, and it's very uh, allegorical, and uh, it's about, uh, it's about like, it takes place during World, World War Two, and basically this, uh, this British uh, boys' school is flying uh, to the British countryside to evacuate, and they're with their teachers and whatnot. And long story short, the plane either crashes or, uh, you know, gets shot down. I I can't remember which. And the way the plane crashes, it crashes on an island. And it just so happens that all the uh, adults on board are, uh, you know, killed. And all the boys miraculously survive somehow and are left to defend themselves. Now, they're, at this point, they range from like, you know, five all the way up to 12. So they you know, they try and survive on their own. Uh, they end up, at first they form like a democracy. And then because democracy takes too long, they basically, you know, either ascend or descend into, you know, pure libertarianism or anarchy. And we see that under anarchy, it doesn't really exist, and there's a power vacuum that, you know, begins to form, and uh, I use this example a lot when kind of talking about why anarchy do doesn't work. Uh, Piggy always gets, you know, in pure anarchy, Piggy is always going to get killed and bashed over the head with the con, with the uh, conch shell. So... Yeah, anarchy is not, it's just not going to happen. As as many people, many people at Yalcon tried to convince me that, you know, that, like, anarchy, you know, if we could just get the government out of everything and dissolve it, anarchy would work. No, it's not. People are always going to be self-interested. And, uh, you know, if we get rid of, like, 
democracy or a constitutional republic. Anarchy is not going to exist. Someone is going to take over and most likely proclaim themselves a monarch. So that's the reason why an anarchy doesn't work. Now, another thing that libertarians are, uh, you know, very fond of saying is that um, the free market will solve everything. And believe me, I'm a, I'm a capitalist. I love the idea of starting your own business and, um, you know, being an entrepreneur. That's something that I promote heavily. And uh, all that jazz. However, the way these some of these libertarians go about things, and I I like to talk with some more libertarians about this, and maybe get some on this show to maybe probe into their opinions on this. But one of the things that I keep hearing is, oh well, the, the libertarians could do, the free markets could do better about things like. You know, firefighting and police departments and whatnot. Eh, I'm not so sure I want a privatized, competitive police department. That, you know, that leads to... I mean, it's true that government... That there, that there are instances of government, uh, you know, police corruption... Too, surely that exists, but the notion that privatized police departments are going to be, be even any better is farcical. Uh, same thing with like privatized fire departments. I'm not really sure I want, you know, fire departments competing for best possible price on who's going to, uh, you know, um, put, put out a fire. Uh, oh, come on, come on, Shady J. You just, you just had to make that joke, didn't you, Je Jess? So. <coughs> Guys, I'm not the gay one. Um, and speaking of, that, that's, that's another reason why I'm against anarchy. We've already kind of seen... We've already kind of seen, you know, pure libertarianism and, you know, anarchy in the little microcosm known as the unbearables. And, uh... You know... I mean... Do I do I really need to like elaborate on that? Um, it, that hasn't gone over very well at all. Uh, but anyway, back to my little on capitalism. Yes, I appreciate uh, you know entrepreneurs. I appreciate people who create business. But uh, I don't think that privatizing the military, privatizing the police, you know, just to say that that would somehow stamp out corruption 
by privatizing it. I don't get the logic. Um, the, I mean, the other thing is, okay, capitalism is, is a good thing, but you're, a lot of these libertarians assume that everyone's going to, uh, you know, just, if, if we were to just get rid of the government and everything were to be, you know, free market capitalism, they assume that everyone would um, be able to thrive in that climate. And the thing it is, we live in a society where uh, a lot of people are not economically aware, you know, just in general. So, and, and I mean, granted, I, I was at like a convention where there were a lot of politically inclined people, but see, that's the other thing. Whenever you get anyone together from like a big political convention, you get this echo chamber where they seem to think that like, and believe me, conservatives do it too sometimes, and so do liberals. But anytime you get like a group of politically inclined people together, like a big conference, they somehow start tending to think that everyone knows exactly what they're talking about and that they're politically inclined. And uh, I, you know, I'm sorry to say that, you know, it's. N you're not going to be able to, you know, teach people in impoverished uh, neighborhoods. Um, sure, you could teach them economics, but you have to have the delivery system to, you know, be able to teach them. Um, I, I do think school choice is a good idea. That's something that, you know, isn't necessarily a libertarian principle. That's something that, you know, a lot of conservatives have been advocating for four years, too. But, um, I guess just from what I was hearing at Yalcon, the way that some of these libertarians went about things, they were just assuming that we can automatically get rid of the government and make everything a free market-based society, and that's not true. So... Uh, did any fights break out at the conference? Um, no fights, no fights broke out at the conference, but this was the other funny thing. Um, so, these libertarian kids were all talking about how you shouldn't worship politicians or, uh, you know, or worship public figures at all. And yet, one of these kids brought up the fact that they think that Owen Benjamin is like a free speech warrior and a libertarian. So I, uh, I uh, pulled up my phone and started showing him some of the uh, Johnny Arcade videos. And uh, oh boy, the, the fact that I that I criticized uh, 
Dear Big Bear in public and also, you know, broke this kid's illusion that, you know, that Owen was a libertarian public figure. And that's the other thing. And this isn't really a libertarian thing. This is just kind of on my own own thing. Is I'm sorry, but I I just as hard as I try, I can't get away with uh, I can't get away from the Owen Benjamin thing. I try, folks. I do. I try to shift topics, but even when I go out in public, it seems like. There's always someone who is asking, uh, hey, have you ever heard of, uh, and I'm like, yes, I know way too much about that man, more than I ever wanted to know. So, but, uh, you know, I, I, I do agree with, uh, you know, that politicians and public figures are not to be worshipped <laughs> that only, <coughs> that only uh, God is to be worshipped or you know if you, if you believe in that um, that's the other thing there were a lot of atheists who uh, at that conference and I don't have a problem with atheists per se as long as they're not like um, you know as long as they're not you know, jerks about it, but I do have, have a problem with atheism itself. I, uh, I don't know. The idea that, the idea that we just go into the ground and when we die and that there's no higher power and that there's nothing else really out there that doesn't make all this that's just impossible and I, I think that once I think that even if you're not like a Christian you know or if you're religious I think at least believing in that there's some you know being higher than yourself out there is uh, you know I think that's I think that's necessary um well, okay, so, yeah, back to, so, I will say this, I didn't really get into a fight over, over the own thing, but, I will say that, Shady J in the chat, for those of you listening in the audio podcast, said that sad that young groups like that are okay with his shit, yeah, I mean, look, the, the thing about Owen that I tend to notice is that he Owen tends to attract um, young men who as far as I can tell they don't have that um, they don't have strong father figures in their lives or uh you know, male father figures in their lives at all. So they turn to Owen thinking that he'll be like a source of 
wisdom and guidance and instead he turns out to be you know this guy who talks about how we didn't go to the moon and whatnot it really is sad and I mean that that's the other thing is like I, I'm sorry as much as you know capitalism might be great as much as you know, free markets might be good. I, I, I do feel like we we do need a society. You know, and we do we do need some form of a, a structure in society, as opposed to anarchy socially. If for no other other reason, and uh, you know, I I do think that clearly is a big problem with leftism is <coughs> now we've gotten we've kind of gotten rid of the nuke of the nuclear family and we've also gotten rid of the importance of families uh, you know and, and in particular fathers in society and that was one thing that Owen and you know the days when I started following him would talk a lot about you know before I went in to conspiracy land and I still you know I don't think that there are very many people who would disagree with that I think you know having better fathers is something that our society needs however that that's not going to get solved with uh, you know free market capitalism or you know more government influence that's a spiritual problem that you know and a societal problem that we all need to address uh, so you know not all of society's issues can be dealt with economically as some of these uh, you know and caps tend to think at least the ones that I uh, encountered at Yalcon some of them tend to think this way but, um, anyway, I, I would generally love to have, like, more of a discussion with, uh, you know, libertarians about things like, you know, the police and whatnot, because I, I, I do think that there are, there are lots of libertarians out there who have the right idea, uh, you know, in regards to limiting the government. I just, the idea of some of these, like, puritanical anarchists that's what really gets my rub kind of so and and that's the type of stuff I don't like so uh, anyway that will uh, that will uh, do that for now so uh, this was a good I would say 25 minutes or so that we had on the uh, bonus stream so I want to thank you all for watching and uh, I'll, I'll try and do like another stream on Streamlabs tomorrow that's a bit earlier so we, that we can get some more people in here and uh, participate so if you like this video please uh, you know like and comment and please subscribe to the channel uh, as always we I really appreciate that and thank you and uh, God bless. And
God, God free market, seeing that order.